The following is a production of Aquinas College, Grand Rapids, Department of Campus Ministry and Service Learning. Hello and welcome to the AQ Campus Ministry Podcast. I'm Matthew Hamley, one of the student workers in the Campus Ministry Office, one of the peer ministers there. And today we are beginning our discussions with our uh, full-time faculty in the Campus Ministry Office, full-time staff that is. And today we are talking with none other than the Director of Campus Ministry Service Learning and the Dean of Mission and Ministry at Aquinas College, Robert Gilmore. Robert, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks so much for having me, Matthew. So just real quick, t- tell me a little bit about how campus ministry is doing in this time where the college is, the campus is closed and we're doing distance learning. What are some of the things that campus ministry is doing uh, to help serve the students, even though they may be away from the campus? Well, certainly number one is that we're continuing a very robust prayer life. And what I mean by that is that uh, we are always praying for our community and we're always praying for the people that uh, we have been entrusted by God to minister to and with. And this gives us a new avenue to really pay close attention to all those who are seeking prayer, all those who have asked us to pray for them, as well as uh, all those that we have on our hearts and minds, those which uh, extend beyond any physical borders of geography, but to our whole world, uh, as we're all in this together. Uh, In the um, practical outreach that we have have been doing, sometimes it's a phone call, sometimes it's a video chat on many different platforms. Uh, Sometimes it's just an email saying, hey, I'm checking in, you know, this sort of thing may be recognized as more needed than ever. It's such an intimate thing to pray with somebody and to, to be uh, in the presence of somebody's life uh, that we hold gently as it's shared with us. Um, and so maybe it, it feels a little bit different to have some distance or to be talking through a screen, but uh, it is a, a great blessing that we're able to connect um, even when we are uh, separate it, um, geographically. That's right. And, you know, these platforms, you know, you're right. We got them launched within a week or so after the school announced we went into distance learning and we'll be sure to have a link to all of those on our Facebook page. So just go to facebook.com and search for AQ campus ministry and we'll have all of that there for you. Yeah. I'm really proud of the efforts that were made, um, to get us up online in so many different modalities. And I'm really proud of the Aquinas College community and the great work that was done to deliver the ministry of Catholic higher education in so many different ways. I hope that the students are really proud of their little Catholic college that was able to do this mm-hmm. in such an expedient way. And we really have uh, led the country in many ways on what we've been able to accomplish um, right here at Aquinas. I want to turn the conversation a little bit now to you and talk about how you got involved into campus ministry. Um, First, when did you come to Aquinas College and become the director of campus ministry and service learning? I came to Aquinas College in uh, the fall of 2016. So that was uh, partway through September of 2016. 
and uh, the semester was already into full swing, and uh, I hit the ground running. Um, uh, at the time that we moved, um, my uh, lovely partner and wife and I were expecting our first child, uh, and so um, now we're happily here uh, a few years later with three. So um, Grand Rapids is good and God is good all the time. <laughs> this is very true. This is very true. So you are originally from Virginia, uh, just south of D.C., and you say that you trusted the call of the Holy Ghost, which led you to work with people facing life challenges in New York, uh, peace efforts and ecumenical understanding in Ireland, cross-border encounters in San Diego, uh, access to education in Chicago, and a career in ministry with Catholic higher education throughout. And now you're the Dean of Mission, Ministry, and Service Learning at Aquinas, and which you'd only visited once before making the move from Chicago. It's been a journey, uh, obviously. You speak about seeking the will of God in your life. When did you know that you wanted to go into campus ministry? You know, I have to credit my own uh, campus minister and undergraduate with putting that idea in my head. Um, it's a calling. It's a, a whisper from the Holy Spirit. And uh, as we know, God speaks in many different ways. I started paying attention to what God was calling me to uh, in a conversation with her when uh, she asked me, hey, what do you want to do after you graduate? This was my senior year, and I was very deeply involved in the campus ministry at our campus, uh, at, at our college. That was St. John Fisher College in Rochester, New York. And uh, I said, you know, I don't know. I think I'm supposed to do this or that. Or, you know, I gave her the answers that, that I thought I was supposed to give. And uh, she said, yeah, but what do you really want to do? And really kind of cut through some of my um, some of my fluff there, I guess. Uh, I, I almost said something else, but remembered <laughs> that we're being recorded. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I said, well, gosh, I, I don't know. And that was really scary to say that, to say I don't know. And she said, just casually said, have you ever thought about campus ministry? you're really good at it. Have you ever thought about it? And, uh, I said, well, um, you can do that. And she's like, no, I'm just here for my health every day. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, hello, I, uh, I'm a professional in a field and that really opened the door for me to, Oh, this is something that, that I could like do not just because I like it or not just because I love it, but because it's a legitimate profession and uh, I, I could have a career in this, and maybe that is something that I'm being called to. And so uh, I, that opened the door. Um, I started looking at youth ministry and campus ministry, and um, yeah. So did you start off going into a college campus ministry, or were you a youth minister at a parish, or what was that journey like? Sure. So, uh, you know, there's there's so many God moments along the way. Um I really felt like I needed some separation from uh, undergraduate if I was going to be able to really effectively deliver ministry um, it, with undergraduates. And so I initially sought out youth ministry opportunities. And um, I was in Rochester, New York at the time, and I was interviewing for a position 
that was within a helping profession. It was for a uh, cerebral palsy association, actually. And um, that was a wonderful, uh, wonderful position as well, um, working with people uh, and um, just very meaningful work. So anyhow, uh, while I was interviewing for that position, the um, HR woman uh, looked at my resume and, and the activities that I was involved with. And she says, uh, Hey, so what is it that you want to do? There's that question again Mm -hmm. in in there. I said, Oh, well, I want this position that I'm interviewing for. And, uh, she says, yes, but what do you really want to do? And I said, "Uh uh-huh. There's that same question again. I said, you know, I'm, I'm looking for youth ministry, uh, positions currently, um, but no, I really do want this position. And she says, that's okay. I can't talk about this right now, but, uh, please do contact me after this. Uh, I, my church is looking for a youth pastor and I, I might know of something here. So I was actually interviewing for two different positions at once. I didn't realize it, <laughs> but, uh, that's, that's how God works, uh, right straight with crooked lines, I yes. guess. Um, then I went into uh, further schooling and into master's degrees. Uh, and so uh, that's actually where I got into campus ministry. Okay. And the The story goes on from there. Um, I uh, actually, when I was studying in Ireland uh, at All Hallows College in Dublin, I was studying for a uh, leadership master's of leadership and pastoral care or pastoral leadership degree. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I was studying for that, I had a field placement with the chaplaincy at university college, Dublin, the uh, university that was known as the Catholic university of Ireland. Um, it was uh, the one that was founded in large part by uh, now St. Um, Newman. Um, mm-hmm. And uh so uh, Cardinal John Henry Newman at the time. Um, and so uh, that was my first foray into, into campus ministry. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's been quite a, a long and twisting path that's taken me from many uh, different states, a couple different countries, and, uh, and so many different points of awareness and so many different uh, ways to practice care and uh, ministry with those most in need uh, in a special way um, I suppose because it relates to my my own story um, recognizing first generation college students who are trying to do something that nobody in their family has ever done to better themselves and their families and their communities gaining an education for others um, not just for themselves that's that's where I've been called into and really have a heart for is um, the the students that are just right there in in the grind, you know, and and are are grinding and shining every day. Um, that's uh, that's where I say, okay, you know, hang on, Jesus is here, and uh, come, Holy Spirit, we we need you, we need you right now, and and we need you in this life, and so. Um, uh, that's, uh, that's where I, I've really felt so blessed to be able to minister with people, um, that are caring so much and, uh, trusting me with their life story. And that, that leads for a good segue into the last thing I wanted to talk about. You, you mentioned at the beginning 
the Holy Spirit pushing you in different ways quietly, albeit, but pushing you nonetheless to go in towards ministry. What would you say to uh, young people, young adults that are interested, maybe not in campus ministry, but understanding where the Holy Spirit might be pushing them? Where? What would you say to them? What would your advice be? My advice would be, and I try not to give advice. I try to ask questions <laughs> because uh, Fair enough. people have that. People have that wisdom within them, you know, um, they really do. They have that wisdom planted deep within them. And so if I can help uh, pull that out or uncover that in some way, that's that's what I, I hope to do. Um, but I do it in a certain way, and that is recognizing that the Holy Spirit is there. So my advice is to recognize that you're not in this alone. Um, you're never alone. You are always accompanied on this journey. And uh, recognize your guides, recognize who's in your corner, um, who has your best interest at heart and, uh, listen, listen to that Holy spirit. Um, the Holy spirit talks in whispers most oftentimes, um, not in the fire and not in the, uh, earthquake, but in the gentle breeze. And so, uh, listen to that. Uh, what excites you? What's, what's that deep passion within you? Um, search for that. What, what makes you fall in love? <laughs> do that. Do that. Um, that's your great gift to this world. Um, where you most need it. And so maybe I'm paraphrasing too much, uh, a little bit of Parker Palmer there and uh, mm-hmm. the um, Let Your Life Speak. Uh, that's a great book. So that's another piece of advice. Uh, read that. That's, that's pretty good. Um, but discernment and true discernment, um, that you can't go wrong with that. That contemplation, that uh, quieting yourself and the voices around you in order to hear that deep voice that is, is calling you in there. Um, I have a, uh, an image of my own vocational story that it's like I have a magnet deep within my heart and God has a much bigger magnet deep in, in God's own heart. And, uh, I'm, I'm finding my way as I'm being pulled, uh, ever so gently along the way. And when I find that place where I'm most pulled, uh, that's where I go. And, and that's where the, the summoning takes forward, where the vocatio, um, the calling comes forward. And so my advice is to listen, um, and also, uh, not to put too many shoulds on what you should be doing. Um, that gets in the way. And if you do it too much, you end up shouldn't all over yourself. <laughs> well, I think that's a good spot to end. Thank you very much, Robert, um, for coming on and sharing your story. We want to let you Thank know, you, Matthew. I really appreciate it. Of course. We want to let you all know that we will be doing these with all of our full-time staff members in the Campus Minister Office, and you can submit a comment or question over a voice message. Just go to anchor.fm slash aqcampusministry, anchor.fm slash aqcampusministry. Robert, thanks again for coming on today. Thanks so much, Matthew. Appreciate right. it. Happy Easter. Happy Easter.
Thanks for listening to this ANQ Campus Ministry podcast, a production of Aquinas College Grand Rapids, Department of Campus Ministry and Service Learning. Be sure to leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to us on, be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us. Leave us a good review and leave us five stars because that way more people can find this podcast and we can help grow this virtual ministry. Thanks so much for listening. Keep us in your prayers and be assured that you are in ours. For more from Aquinas College Campus Ministry, go to Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube and just search AQ Campus Ministry. Music